Who oh, really? Now. Um, Tight squeeze. Yep, we're doing it. All right, ready? Now I'm looking that way. Nice and loud. Oh, I can't wait till they photo bomb us. All right. Three, two. Week nine of the Connecticut Summer 19 season in the books, and we have your playoff seeds for you. A very full post-game show, full of analysts. I do know all their names. We're gonna find that out in a second. And uh, no Sam. So we want to give a moment of silence to Sam, uh, who was here all season, no longer here. But hey, it's playoff time, so nothing to be sad about. Every team gets a clean slate, and we'll go over who's playing who and break down the Week 9 matchups. Let's put me to the test. Doug, Slack, Quinn, Evan, Julia, Drew. Dope. I know my own name. I'm Joey. This is great. <laughs> All right, so um, we have our top seed run TMC and second seed Flint Tropics. Two teams did not play tonight, Flint Tropics and Tropic City. Let's just do some playoff seeds, and then we'll touch on who played tonight because it really is not going to matter once you guys are watching this two -day. So TMC the one, Flynn Tropics the two. The three seed is Redeem Team, who did get a win in week nine. Nick Strong lost in week nine, so they're now the four seed. Shocker City, who was stagnant at five and four, the five seed. Sports Look, the six seed, also five and four. We'll get to how we broke that tie in a second. Scott's Tots, a big win in week nine. Yep. Down to the wire against Nick Strong. Four and five. Yep. Okay. Back to back. Drew is going to be our standing. Streaking on the <laughs> streaking in the right direction is all. Yes. So Scott's Tots seven, Toon Squad eight. They will take on the Silly Senders, the nine seed, and Bricklayers, the ten seed. So there's your seeds. I nailed it off a of memory. Love it. Perfect. I've done this once or twice or a hundred times. Let's start with Nick Strong and Scott's Tots in week nine. You mentioned Scott's Tots getting the win. Nick Strong could have got the three seed. Instead, they're the four seed. That now impacts which side of the bracket we're on. We'll be posting that all over social and the website Tuesday and Wednesday. But Scott's Tots, two in a row. What did they do to make it two in a row? Yeah, uh, so I'll just start with like the beginning of this game. I initially thought it was going to be all Nick Strong. Ryan Florentine had, I think it was like 14 of the team's first 16 or 18 points, something like that. He was on fire. So I kind of saw the game going that way. And then, I mean, to be honest, Throughout this game, it just seemed like Scott Tots was forming into more and more of a team. They were passing the ball more efficiently, they were making their shots, and both Rafone brothers were actually very efficient from the three uh, from three tonight, and uh, Jacob Rafone had 27 points. They were kind of just doing it on all ends of the floor, even the Rafone brothers were getting some blocks when they needed to, and uh, things are looking up for Scott Tots right when they need to, so that's good. Yeah, we talked about them as the seven seed. They'll take on the Bricklayers at seven o'clock on August 4th, 5th, that Monday, the 5th, it's the 5th. And then the winner of that game will play the um, two seed Flint Tropics at nine o'clock that same night. So top two teams don't really get a bye. It's more of the top six teams not having to play possibly twice in one night is the bye. Um, Nick Strong, no Chris Leak tonight. Not sure on his status, which is a huge thing. What did what was missing from Nick Strong? It looks like it was it was a great game, so you can't say anything was necessarily missing. I think just down the end they didn't really hit the clutch shots, whereas Scott Scott did hit the clutch shot. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I just feel like I've said it in previous weeks. Nick Strong has motors that kind of never stop, and I feel like in this one, not that they were tired or anything, but I feel like they're at times 
where they were kind of taking a taking uh, Scott's tots for granted maybe and there were times where they wouldn't hustle back on transition defense and Scott's tots would kill them with threes which kind of is what happened in this one they were Scott's tots was down for a while they hit about three three threes and then right just like that they were right back in it so kind of kind of a chase the entire way but Scott's Tots prevailed in the end. You can, I don't think you can make like a short bench excuse either because each team had five players only tonight so like they're dealing with the same circumstances. I just like I said like Drew had some good points but like I said I don't think they were outplayed by any level. It was a great game and just like Scott Tots had a huge clutch three to win the game. Next time kind of, it reminded me of the earlier in the season how they started out where Nick Strong was in control basically the entire game but they just couldn't close it out. Mm -hmm. It was kind of reminiscent of those first three weeks which is not really the greatest way for Nick Strong to end the season. And one more point, Mike Vesicchio was very off today. He kind of shot poorly from uh, the field. Except for the Hail Mary he had. Except for the Hail Mary that he just happened to hit. But uh, yeah, I think obviously he's one of their, if not their best player uh, statistics wise. So. Definitely he's going to have to have a big game going into the playoffs, too. Yep, and so now that was kind of a long, close game. We talked about only four games in week four. So when you guys can touch on Redeem team, and you know we talked about how that impacted the seeding, they took care of Toon Squad, and um, Toon Squad tried to make it interesting, tried to get it back to single digits. I don't think they were ever really able to get it that close. So Redeem team, talked about a short bench, four guys for Redeem team today. Um, one of you guys quick on them. I want to do playoff previews more than week nine stuff, but what did Redeem team do in week nine? Yeah, I mean, Mel Kwan is just so hard yeah. to guard, and I think that's really uh, Toon Squad's problem is on the other side of the ball. They have great offensive power, but they're really lacking in defense, and I think that's what uh, Redeem team took advantage of today. Yep, and then Sports Look and Silly Senders. So Silly Senders tried to make that one close. Yeah. Sports Look able to get the win. They enter four and four. They knew they would need a win to kind of be in this tiebreaker for a four, five, or six seed. They do get the win. Um, that one was single digits in the second right. half. You know, what did, I mean, sports are four guys as well? Four guys. Yeah, four, 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 both, both teams, teams have had four guys. So really, um, I mean, not against the best of the teams in the legacy leagues, but two wins going into the playoffs isn't going to hurt anybody. So they have momentum going yep. into the playoffs, which it only, it only helps. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was, this was similar to the last game, Nick Strong and um, Scott's Toss a little bit, kind of chasing back and forth the whole time. Uh, sports look was dominating down in the post and just kind of just more physical than um, Silly Senders, but Silly Senders were killing them on with three pointers, but kind of just the physicality of sports look too much. Yep. Dan Kakaros was like nearly unstoppable. He's a beast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you talk about physical player. I mean, that's the textbook so definition. They'll need him points. against Redeem Team. And, you know, then, and it's going to be huge in that 3 6. And one more player for their team, Brian Acevedo, is. Yep kind of an unsung hero for that team he's probably their best shooter overall and he's great at ball handling so definitely he's gonna have to have a big game uh, against the team if they want to pull off the dub yep and then run TMC and bricklayers you were on that court right mm -hmm. one takeaway besides Reggie Stewart being back just makes everything so easy guys that's <laughs> great but makes your way for easy. TMC yeah yeah. yeah yeah I mean they were just playing as a team tonight and you know bricklayers they've been they've been coming out strong they're trying really hard and they're definitely getting it together but you know it's just, you know, TMC, they're veterans. They know what they're doing out there, and it's, it's obvious. Yep. And so they started off strong once again. I mean, yeah. it seems like they hit yeah. literally every single shot. No, yeah. no, no, bricklayer. Oh, okay. You guys, you guys it seems like they hit every single three yeah. at the first quarter. You guys were messing around early, and you were overlooking them. And then when you got it together, this obviously, talent took over. It was close in the first quarter. It was. Our first period. It was close <laughs> in the first felt quarter. the pressure. Yes. Um, and so we talked about the top two teams, or, you know, their advantage 
in the playoffs is playing two teams who played earlier the same night. So not so much a bye, but they do get to play that. So now let's talk on the two matchups that I think are most intriguing. We're going to get to the 3-6 and the 4-5 and let you guys kind of yep. do some early previews on that. So TMC plays at 9 o'clock. They'll play the winner of the 8-9. We talked about that being Toon Squad, Silly Senders. Yep. So that'll be an interesting first game, and then we'll see what they can do against TMC. Flint Tropics take on the winner of Scott's Tots Bricklayers, so that can be an interesting matchup depending on what Scott's Tots has left possibly in the tank if they beat the Bricklayers. Just to say something real quick about Scott's Tots and Tropics, they had some bad blood at the end of the first game, so that would be a yes. very interesting matchup if they meet again. That's if, I mean, you're just throwing the Bricklayers out like that. That's why I didn't want to do that. All right, oh. so the 3-6 and the 4-5. <laughs> I, I said it. <laughs> we have Redeem Team. Doug. Redeem Team and Sportslook. And then Shocker City, Nick Strong, in both of those matchups. So you can kind of go down the line. Focusing on those two, those will both be at 8 o'clock on Monday, August 5th, right here at InSports. Kind of your first impressions on, you know, pick a matchup and your first impression on one you want to talk about. Um, you can get everyone ready. Yeah, uh, for Nick, Nick, Nick yep. Strong, Shocker City. Yep. Talk about an unfortunate matchup for Nick Strong. You know, you one of the hottest teams going into this week. Yep. And now you're... Like, yeah, Shocker City's had a down year, but they're still a dangerous team. And definitely not the team I want to play in my first game in the playoffs. Yep. And that'll, that'll be a quarterfinal. Um, so, you know, two great teams, and we'll see how Shocker City responds. And then the other matchup, I mean, it's all going to be about bench. I mean, those are two teams we've seen carry out four guys. Um, so, honestly, whoever has the bigger bench in that game, I could really see. Because that's going to be a physical, hard game. Yeah. And um, not to steal anybody's thunder before we get to you, but... Um, Redeem team in Sportsbook went in overtime last time. And that was the game with the, was he out of bounds, was he right. not? Marconi half-court heave, three seconds left. Like, a whole bunch of stuff happened in that game, whether it was week six, week seven. Um, so the last time those two teams played, should be a physical game. battle and, and a ton of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I just think Shocker's going to be ready to go and really want this one. Um, I know on Twitter they've really wanted to <laughs> go back to back again. Um, so I know they're going to be ready to play come Monday. For sure. Yeah, go back on that Twitter thing. There's a lot when they're not chirping on the court, they're chirping online. So you know they're all going to show up. They're all going to be ready to go. I think uh, that's going to be the better one. Shocker, Nick Strong. So Nick Strong won by four. I checked to make sure with the tiebreakers, um, and then we'll go. I'll, I'll end with the tiebreaker. Silly stuff. Will, but one more thing about Shocker, it will hurt them not having David Armstrong. Yeah, like he's, he is he's one of the defensive players of the year candidates. It's going to really hurt not yeah. having. him. Especially against Nick Strong, yeah. Yeah. a bigger team that likes to use their size. Yeah, yeah just talking. Yeah, yeah, talking about Nick Strong and uh, Shocker City. I mean, those are teams that are both very passionate. It's <laughs> gonna be, it's gonna be a good game. Everyone's gonna be fired up, so it's gonna be all about upsets. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to talk about Nick Strong and Shocker, but it seems like everyone else is talking <laughs> about it. All right, whatever. I'll talk about it too. Uh, I think going into this one, Shocker City may take uh, Nick Strong a little for granted considering, one, they've been there, done that, they've won championships before, they have the players to get it done, they could go in there thinking, well, this is just easy, we're waiting for the championship now, and Nick Strong, I feel, could surprise them. I think Shocker City, although a very talented team, has not been as well-rounded uh, as yeah. they have in previous years. Carmine Centrelli had two points last week against Flint Tropics, he's been a little off, the mojo kind of on the team has been off, I would not be surprised if Nick Strong pulled up an upset. What do you call it? An upset, though? They already beat him once this year. I don't know. No, Shocker beat Nick oh, Strong, but it was bad. four. It, it was when yeah. they were battling all those players. I mean, yeah, I think if since everyone has been so high on Shocker City all year, thinking, oh, they'll turn around now, this is the time, 
maybe it's too so late. And I'll then, say this: Carmine Santarelli has to show up because yes. that double header, he needs to. You know, I yeah. think he's going to be putting in a lot of work up until. And then. I think the X factor for Shocker City is going to end up being Jason Hernandez because he, mm-hmm. once he actually gets hot from three, he gets kind of unstoppable, game and over. it's kind of game yeah. over. Also, at that not point, the. So. Having a week off might be a benefit to them too. You know, just getting fresh, getting the lights. Or the opposite. Or, yeah. or the opposite. Yeah, no, definitely. We'll see. We'll see. Rust versus rust. Yeah. We'll yeah. Say even more so for the teams that didn't play, like uh, Front Tropics. Yep. And so we're going to be previewing all those matchups with individual individual articles throughout the week, and then you guys will be making some game picks before um, we might do a we might bring back the pregame show, which yep. you guys haven't experienced, but. It used to be a way for the, everyone to make fun of you guys, make your picks, and then you would be here and be wrong, <laughs> and they would get to, you know, you, you guys motivate some of the players. So we'll see about bringing that back for the playoffs, but we are one week away. This time next week, well, an hour and one week <laughs> from Playoff now, season. Um, we will be down to four teams. So that's how fast this is going to go. We're going to go through that first round in quarterfinals. Um, before we end real quick, so, because I'll get a ton of stuff, and at least it's on video where I can just post this when I get questions. <laughs> so sports look. Shocker City and Nick Strong, all five and four. So the RPI, which is a weighted schedule thing, would have been the same because everyone plays everybody. Right. So it would not have helped. So it was points four. So it was points scored as that next tiebreaker. And I believe sport um, Nick Strong was like at 755. This will all be posted in a post as well. Shocker City was second with like 725 points so far this season. And then that leaves Sports at third with 670-something, I don't know. But that was the order of who scored the most points. So that was what we had to use for a tiebreaker because Nick Strong, you know, couldn't take care of business over there. Um, and, and we've nine shots. Shots, shots fired. Yeah, you know, I just wanted some shot going on. It's all right. We have, you know, our own agenda going on, me and Slat, off the air. But very seriously, one word and we'll get out because it is very important. Summing up the matchups we just talked about. So, you know, whoever you think will win against, you know, TMC and Flint, whatever. But one word to sum it up. Drew gives me the head nod. That means he's ready. Bloodthirsty. <laughs> okay, hyphenated words. <laughs> Passion. Passion. Surprising. Do you, want to, do you want to say one word that's an upset pick right now? The four or five doesn't count. So that means, are you picking sports to go for Redeem? Or Scott's Tots? No, I got to go Redeem. All right, so then surprise. Watch out for those Tots. Watch out for those Tots. I'd say wild. Wild. Predictable. Unpredictable. Excitement. Excitement. All right, they did one word. They're getting so good at this on-the-spot stuff that I make them do. At least I know their names, unlike, unlike Greg. Unlike Greg. Uh, stay tuned for the Weekly Rebound podcast, those playoff previews, and as always, Hot Plays. We'll be back next week with the playoffs. Thanks for watching.